Bedroom Battle Pass. The Archives. Me and you, Season 2. Alright, let's kick it. Welcome to the uh, the Naughties and um, Beyond section of the Canberra Metalhead show. We got Mikey Malpas and JDK with Joel from Witchgoal, and also we got Reggae from Rain of Terror. Yo. Taking us through the final decade of our three part series um, on the show. Hope everyone's been enjoying the installments so far and listening to what we've had uh, leading up to this. So we've been through 80s um, and before, uh, 90s, and now we're into uh, 2000s and above. So, the, like I said before, kicking it off there with mental cavity. With uh, this opens up the the um, availability to a whole bunch of more bands that we um, that we've played sometimes um, had on the show before already or played on the show already, um, and also some stuff that um, that we haven't necessarily played. That last track was recorded from vinyl. Uh, that's our that's our vinyl edition of this show. And um, we'll move on now into some some uh, the more heavier stuff and some of the um, some of the stuff that took us through the two thousands. Reggae seems to be the 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 guest um, opinion for this one. Um, you uh, did a lot of work in the, in this era and uh, around the Canberra scene. Hey, yeah, I actually just want to do a quick shout out to Mental Cavity. That's Aaron, one of our old drummers that was in that band. Yep. So um, good to see him still kicking. Yeah, right. They've been producing some pretty quality output for a fair while now since he was in a band called Rake Sodomy, which I reckon was around 2005. Yep. Around Canberra. What do you reckon, Jay? Yeah, about 2005. Yeah. That was, that was like some girl and Shatter Earth. Some blurry years, in. but yeah. Yeah. Uh, incinerator errors. Yeah, around, around, around 2005, I reckon. Yep. Yeah, that's good, man. Like you mentioned, Shigella. So you got Dave um, playing in Inhuman as the vocalist, and he was the he was in Shigella as well. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, there's heaps of heaps of great bands around the around the early noughties, mid noughties. Yep. Yeah, it seems like we've opened it up now, and um, having Jay on the show as well as the the co-host is also kind of um, weighing in on some of the bands as well. So uh, now we're moving into the 2000s decade. We've uh, opened up the floor to everybody and been able to chat about bands because Jay's been in the scene since then as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Canberra's always been a healthy state, man. That's why we moved here. Came to hang out with reggae. <laughs> <laughs> the scene was established, man. It was. It's a great place to be. Still is. Still growing still growing so who knows maybe stuff that's going out now i might you know i might be still running this uh show in the next 20 years you never know and i'll be playing a witch skull album talking about when when coven's will came out 20 years jeez yeah. <laughs> i know that i'll be i'll be, be on the wheelchairs of steel tour <laughs> <laughs> you know what man 20 years time i might come in as a guest show and just play it out and say that look this is this is from when i got into the canberra scene man this is the music i was listening to and going out and seeing playing so yeah um hopeful hopeful <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, so um, hope you enjoy the next coming um, bracket of the show. We'll uh, be playing some stuff from 2000s and beyond, uh, and we'll be um, playing now a track from Destroyer 666. This is Stand Defiant. Joel, you brought this one in. Um, 
you we actually had destroyer 666 play here in canberra uh you know a lot of the listeners on from the show would have been at that gig um and now we can play one of their tracks what are you what are your thoughts on this album i love this record i love this band i just think they're exceptional uh i think I think we played with them when I was in Arbor Angel really early on in the piece. I've seen the fly, but I don't actually remember the gig. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was pretty cool to find that fly because I've just always been a huge, huge fan of this band. Um, yeah, that's... that's they, cool. didn't, they didn't turn up. That was the that was a controversy. Ah, well, there you go. No. Oh, you've shattered all my dreams. They forgot. Right? <laughs> 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 Lucy booked them and they forgot to turn up. Yeah, right. Okay, well, at least we've got the flyer. Yeah, cool. <laughs> it was the Armored Angel medal for the brain with Destroyer. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, what year was that? I don't think I was in them then. 95, I reckon. No, Bestial Wallace came. That was, um, but Keith, I don't think Keith was in them then. Yeah, I don't know. It all becomes a bit of a blur. Yeah. But yeah, this album I just think is, is excellent. Um, I saw them, they, they played the Enmore Theatre at some big festival in um, on my 40th birthday, so... It was New Year's Eve or whatever, and I turned 40 on at midnight on New Year's Eve, and they were playing just as I sort of turned 40. So it was when I was there with my brother and all of my mates. It was just one of those really kind of cool moments where yeah. one of your favourite bands is playing when it's, your, when it's your birthday. Yeah, yeah. And I just know a couple of, uh, not the guys that are in them now, but just some of the previous members um, good mates with. So, uh, yeah, just one of those bands. I just think of everything they've done has been really good. Yeah, right. No, that's good, man. Good to hear that it, um, you know, you get good memories associated to bands. I know sometimes when I listen to a song, it brings back, uh, you know, what I was doing at the time when I heard it for the first time or, you know, all those things, what car I was driving, listening to it, you know what I mean? So it's, uh, yeah, good to hear that, um, good to hear you got good memories associated to the band. So uh, Reggae, you, um, you know, suggested we play some Psychroptic, which, you know, we definitely will go into anyway, but it's also good to hear that like shared opinion. You've uh, been a fan of the band f- over the years. Yeah, my first encounter with these guys was at Rock Ape, I believe, um, and these guys just struck me as professional from from go set. Like the first time they got on stage, they were playing rings around everybody else. It was some of the most technical stuff I'd ever seen. Yep. But they wrote good songs. Like the songs didn't suffer because they were trying to show off on guitars or drums or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And just seeing the way these guys work, um, the ethic they put into it, it's it's really inspiring. I mean, uh, we're having this discussion off air, and I don't know where these guys are making a lot of money, but they're sessioning for other bands, they're constantly touring, they're, they're doing hard yards. Yep. And just the way these guys have set themselves up as a little cottage industry, it it still gives me a bit of hope that, you know, Rain of Terror could be something that makes a bit of money and keeps me going for a bit, um, or could be a brand that gets known around the world. Like, I mean, these guys are a bit younger than we are, but... But the seeing the way they've done things, how professionally they've done it, it really um, gives me a bit of a kick up the butt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the thing is too, like with the way the um, technology, internet, and all that stuff, the scene has changed, and they seem to have adapted to it as well. And um, bands seem to be um, getting onto that um, availability to share their music like globally and things like that. I mean, obviously. Uh, sometimes um, payment and stuff like that's way less compared to an album. You only get cents for a play, but at the same time, um, it it all it it sort of closes that gap between you know Canberra bands and Australian bands and overseas. Because as we mentioned early in the show, um, you know there's not a lot of um, there wasn't many platforms in the eighties to be able to do that. 
Yeah, I think bands like Psychroptic, it's it's amazing to see how uh, the way things are now, they can um, really make an impact. They can have a, a global approach to what they're doing. Yep. Whereas I don't sort of felt, you know, I never felt that we kind of had that back in the day. Yep. Whereas you can see now bands sort of regularly doing that. Yeah. And um, are they from, they're from Tassie. Yeah, they? they're yeah. primarily from Tassie. Yeah, so you sort of look at that in itself. Like that's another, you know, it's even harder asked probably. Yeah. <laughs> and coming it, out yeah. of Australia, coming out of Tassie is even, you know, what even, the local scene might have been strong, but they still had to obviously come yeah. to the mainland every time they wanted to tour. So yeah. Yeah, hats off to them, they've done well. Yeah, that's it, man. And uh, continuing to do well um, in a previous show, we had uh, Todd from Psychroptic, who's now he's officially a member of the band, so they're still moving up and up. Um, that was the th- third song in our uh, series of uh, 2000 and beyond bands. And uh, now we'll be out, and obviously well worth it as well because they're still releasing albums. Um, and now we'll be moving on into um, another bracket of a band that uh, we mentioned before, um, Psychrist with Yuri in a previous show. And uh, this is a band that is currently in at the moment called Tortured. Uh, this album came out in 2008 and uh, it's... One of the original bands and albums I remember listening to from the Canberra scene when I first came came onto the scene. Uh, they're a pretty intense band. I mean, I've seen them playing live, and I remember some of the early days that they'd uh, do the the full like you know FX paint and stuff like that. Getting like they'd do all the like the gore horror stuff on on stage, and um, yeah, it was it was just a cool show to see. Uh, that was that was predating uh, Yuri and the band, but you know they've they've the the whole band sort of um, comes from members that have been in bands over the years. I mean, uh, Praddy was in Shigella, um, which we spoke about before. He's the bass guitarist, um, and yeah, it's just they just got a good history in the scene. So uh, closing up our um, 2000s bracket, we had those albums came out in um, towards the end of the 2000s, and uh, you know, like I said before, a big part of the Canberra scene. If I look through old footage, I know sort of whereabouts in the timeline it sits just by what you're, you're holding. Like if it's a drum, it's, if it's drums, it's early. Bass, it's like after that. And then now it's guitar is like modern. So it's like, it's a bit like with reggae. Like if it's bass, it's 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 like the early days and then it's guitar later on. That'll be bass again soon. Oh, yeah, cool. Well, there you go. There's a um, bit of knowledge for some Rain of Terror info. So you're moving over onto bass, are you, man? I yeah, uh, don't know. We might be splitting the duties or I might be moving over to bass. Oh, rad, man. So. Yeah, that's it. Well, you know, it's uh, if anyone sort of remembers early Reign of Terror stuff, then you had some bass, bass there, the Under Black and Skies, wasn't it? Yep, was I was a bass player on that. Yep. Two demo tapes yeah, before cool. it. Yeah. That's it, man. Well, it goes full circle to just mixing it up within bands. You get people changing, you know, what instrument they're on. I know you mentioned before your current guitarist, uh, bass guitarist Michael, used to be a um, guitarist more before that. Well, a lot of us, like, we just sit at home and write songs by ourselves, you know what I mean? And Mike is very good with the studio stuff. Um, He writes his own songs as well. Mm Mm-hmm. And his songs have a very different style to what I'm doing. So I just said to him, look, man, you, you may as well just play it on guitar. Like, it's got your personality, your feel all over it. Mm-hmm. If I come in and play it on guitar, it'll change the way the songs sound. So, you know, we could turn up one night and I'll be playing guitar. Another night I'll be playing bass. I'll, we could do half sets of each. Yeah. We can have a bit of fun with it, you know. We've been doing this for a lot of years. It's time to kick back and have some fun and mix it up a bit, you know. Yeah, cool. Sick. 
Yeah. yeah, it'll also be cool to see you on base again, man. I know that yeah. you just got a new um, base you wanted to try out as yeah. well. So, uh, you know, it's nearly like one of those things when you get something new you want to play with, you know, you might change the dynamic of what you do so you get to use that yep. instrument. Exactly. Yeah, cool, man. And um, also had Aeon of Horus. Um, Jay, you uh, know more about Aeon of Horus. I've seen him play a couple of times at the basement more recently, you know, with uh, I know Andy... Uh, with you know plays uh, keyboard and things like that as well it's got they got like a cool we've actually played them on the show before got like a um, cool atmospheric sort of keyboard sound to them as well but then like just you know um insane sort of um vocals over the top as <laughs> it mixes it up yeah man yeah andy's andy's a, a massive <laughs> massive dude he's gonna kill it with his vocals and the piano stuff ben ben hocking also plays in like uh lev lev hex yep. and um stuff like that um because was andy original in lineup original no no andy was in uh dark him and i can't remember shatterath or not but uh, definitely dark him yep not shatterath uh, no not not shatterath yeah okay. yeah and um so yeah he was in another band of athalor Vafalor, yeah, yeah, I remember Vafalor. Here we go. Yeah, and um, yeah, and uh, Barry was the original. That's right. Yeah, he's currently in um, Synonymous. Yeah, Synonymous, and yeah, later lineups. Uh, Tim Brown's on bass now. Um, I know Praddy from Tortured yep. was in on that album. Okay. Um, ex Shigella, um, yep. Shigella Barry. Uh, yeah. So. Cool. That's that's that era. Yeah, that's that era, and there's um, there's all those tracks as well. So um, yeah, that closes up the two thousands bracket, and um, the, that concludes the end of the show, and uh, the end of the saga. So that's the end of the thirty year over thirty year saga that we've created on the show, and um, you know it's been a pleasure having um, Joel and Reggae in to run us through all that. Uh, some of the blanks that I, I don't have or can't fill in. Um, it's definitely good to get get a hand with all of that leading up to the uh, leading up to the show. So thanks for coming in for the um, the series, boys. No worries, man. It's been bigger than the Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us. It's been yeah. excellent. Yeah, man. No, it's great great to have you in. And also, we managed to play some vinyl and kick it old school with a couple of the um, original tracks. Get the lo-fi sound, as I keep saying. <laughs> so um, yeah, th- thanks for coming on and uh, taking us through that through that journey and closing up the the year with all of the um, the callbacks on on all, on all the bands um, around the world in Australia and right down to Canberra. Uh, we'll be kicking off the next year with a whole bunch of uh, new shows. We've got stuff lined up for, um, you know, potential um, shows down the track, some new ideas and new, new things coming to Canberra Metalheads. So thanks for tuning in and thank you everybody for your support over the time that we've been running the show. And thanks for supporting live music. Well, we look forward to hearing it. Excellent. Yucca. Yucca. Bam! <laughs>